just curious. I'm just curious to get a few feedback. Because Adam, you're based in Europe. Like, would it be a lot better if we did the call on a different day of the week? Or is it okay? I have an interesting idea. Host, hit us. host two, at least for the first couple, like host yeah. two editions of the same call, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yes. See how it goes in terms of like, if it's a totally different group, then they might not even be too much like overlap in the content. Um, and if it does seem something worthwhile for people, then I guess we can keep doing it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking though, like we have the podcast on Wednesday. Um, we have, which we can change if we need to. Um, but we are booked out uh, through October. And then I, ideally, we would have a Twitter stages presence uh, that we would do that as well. And then the community call. So I think three times a week, the community gathers together in some way, shape, or form on uh, two different platforms. So what do we want that to be mapped out across the week? What if this yeah. European call is Twitter fo- is on Twitter Spaces? Yeah, I like that idea. I like the idea of leveraging Twitter spaces because I do think that's a pretty different audience. And I also like the idea of maybe not canceling this, but adding something to it, at least for the short term. Yeah, I like uh, Twitter spaces. And I especially like them when they are around a theme. And Pool Together definitely has some good themes uh, these spaces could, could be gathered around. Plus one for Twitter spaces as well. The spaces could be like bi-weekly or monthly at like a very European focused time that um, maybe encompasses everything that we've covered in the weekly, even in these weekly ones that happen on Discord. What? Yeah. Maybe here no matter what. Um, and one thing we could do is uh, probably a POAP vote and let everyone vote who's holding a community called POAP. Yeah. That might also be largely skewed towards people who make who can currently make this current time slot, right? Because if we change it and there's people who can make it now but won't be able to make the new time, then well, I mean, that yeah. Instead of changing the day, would it work better for folks if we just changed the time on Fridays? Um, I mean, I still think that having Twitter Spaces and doing different things would be great, but since everyone's used to it being on Friday. Would it be less cumbersome just to move the time up so that Europeans can join uh, without having to stay up late? I mean, I'm I think here no I would more. just, I would argue that um, I guess like most of the others at this point have worked their schedules around ours instead of fighting against ours. And so if we changed it to the same day, we'd probably start conflicting with people again. But, oh, it doesn't really matter. Well, let's we, let's get we, we, let's get a little bit back on track. But this is this is very good, very very good feedback and um, a good short discussion on it. But I think I think one big takeaway is it seems like a lot of people want to have Twitter Spaces. So let's definitely get that going. Um, think about maybe what the best format for that is and what we should be talking about. Um, if there's no community call, I would be drinking a beer with friends. <laughs> That sounds pretty good, Knox. <laughs> Pool together is really healthy for you. Yeah, maybe that's true. We're healthy. But that's good feedback. Um, 
But anyways, everybody, welcome to the community call. It's an exciting call. I feel like I feel like we're sort of uh, at the end of summer. I feel some people are coming back. I saw Mikoso. I know Mikoso was traveling. Um, Chris K, I know you've been traveling. Are you back now? Yes, I am stateside. Finally, <laughs> I'm back. How was your How was your How was your travels? And you were in Europe, right? It was good. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Uh, it was amazing. I took a little bit of time off, and uh, I think. Uh, couldn't have asked for a better like mini vacation that's great well it's good to have some some old familiar faces back again and uh yeah we'll we'll jump into we'll jump into the uh into the announcements so for anyone who's new um oh man sir pool boy i'm really thrown off by your new uh your new avatar for anyone who's new, though, this is our weekly community call. We talk about things that are going on in the community. Um, we're iterating on the format a bit, so there's some new sections this week that we're excited about. Um, if you have feedback on the community call, feel free to reach out to me. If you have things you want to add, feel free to just say those. Just interject. Anyone can get on stage and talk. Hopefully, some of you also will all, all will talk and add your opinions to different things. Um, but with that said, let's just start by diving into some of the updates for this week. So um, the biggest uh, thing is that we're, what we've really been focused on as a community the last several weeks, well, six weeks now, is optimism. So um, the optimism rewards are, have been uh, not only extended, but have actually been increased. So there was 25,000 OP tokens a week being distributed in the first four weeks. There's now 27,000 OP tokens, a 10% increase, 27,500 uh, per week being distributed. And so I haven't checked, but I think as of now, it basically means if you deposit on Pool Together on Optimism, you're going to get about a 5% APR on your deposit. And you'll also obviously have the chance to win um, all of the prizes every day. So it's, uh, it's a particularly good way to use Pool Together right now. And we're trying to really, um, really uh, maximize that and maximize this, the, make sure one, people know about that and prove to optimism the the blockchain to show the 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 governance of the optimism blockchain that uh pooled together is the most effective way for them to grow their protocol so that's something we've been talking about every week and i'll just talk about it again because it's really important so if you have ideas on how you could um activate more growth and optimism how we could get the word out in more places how we could get uh make it easier to invite your friends or your family to to try out pool together on optimism if you have ideas or if you want to create content, educational videos or, or tutorials explaining Pool Together on Optimism, um, we would love to uh, hear all that and work on all that. And just so you know, I'm not looking at the chat right now, so if people are saying things, feel free to just interject. Um, the second update here is something I actually don't know a lot about, but uh, TR, do you, you want to say anything about the hack at Keep Tech Summit? Yeah, sure. Um, we briefly touched on it last week. There is a hackathon that's um, remote and, and IRL. Um, it's called the Kiev Tech Summit. Um, and it's working uh, towards um, helping out in the crisis that's going on in the Ukraine. Um, Pool Together is involved as a community partner. Um, some poolers will speak. Um, some poolers will mentor. Um, I know Leighton will be there as a mentor, Dylan will be there as a mentor, Dylan will be a judge. Um, I will be speaking and if there are other community members that want to get involved, um, reach out. There are still, um, there are still lots to, 
lots to do and lots of space to get involved. If you are a developer, um, you can join as a hacker. You can do that from home. Um, I'll share a link in the chat about their website. Um, yeah, and help make the world a little bit better. Um, awesome. Sorry, I just catched up in the chat. Um, tried to prompt Lipster. So, okay, that's, uh, that's good. Uh, okay, next announcement. This is a pretty important one I want to emphasize uh, right now, um, actually for, for, for quite a while, for probably over a year. We have had um, uh, pool distribution going to the people who LP pool ETH uh, pair. And um, as of right now, those are going to end in about six days if they're not extended by a governance vote. And so um, I don't necessarily want to go into all the pros and cons of it, but because that could be a longer discussion and it's somewhat related to um, what we'll probably talk about later in this call, some of the work the Treasury Working Group has been doing. But I do want to highlight that that is something that has a specific time frame on it. And so if you do have an opinion on it, if you think, if you think that the... Um, the pool token distribution to the LPs on Uniswap V2 should be extended, then someone is going to need to take the initiative to create a PTIP, which is quite, it sounds intimidating, but it's actually quite easy to do using the instructions on the, on the uh, governance forum. And if you need help, I can help you. But someone's going to have to do that. Um, otherwise, they're just going to end. And if they end, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means that the people who are LPing will no longer get the pool tokens. Um, and uh, they'll no longer sort of have that incentive to, to LP. And um, yeah, and that's, that's sort of it. So anyways, I just want to highlight that that is what's happening just so that, um, yeah, just so that if you, if you do want to take action on that, you, you know you have the opportunity to. And I just don't want it to be something that no one takes action on because it's, because it's missed. Um, actually, maybe we'll pause there. Any questions or comments before we move on from that? Yeah, uh, Leighton, what is your take on either sunsetting that or keeping the LP rewards going? Well, I haven't, I haven't read the most recent stuff from the, govern, the, the Treasury Working Group, and I think that's relevant. In general, my inclination would be to keep it going. Like, mm -hmm. I generally am just think that, like, people, we already have very low liquidity, <laughs> mm -hmm. and people who are LPing are, um, in my opinion, uh, as of, as of, at this stage, like they're doing so because they're pretty long, they're pretty they're pretty bullish on the protocol. Like I think they've obviously sustained a large and permanent loss, and so and they're still there. So I think they're generally aligned with the protocol, and so I don't have a problem giving them pool. Um, but again, I don't necessarily know how that how that interfaces with like what the Treasury Working Group has been working on. And I and I will say that Uniswap V two is not. From a from a sort of a technical lens, it's not an efficient place to provide liquidity. So yeah. those are sort of the trade-offs. Is it maybe worth speaking about the protocol-owned liquidity um, now that the Treasury Working Group has presented and do that before going on with the rest? Yeah, yeah, probably. But maybe, but before we open that that whole thing up, maybe is there any other questions or comments on on just that part? I got lost somewhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to describe? This is it's sort of 
Well, we were talking about optimism content, and then I was thinking about that, and then we're talking about liquidity pools on where? This is, yeah, it's sort of a niche thing. I mean, it, we're talking about, um, yes, we're talking about whether or not people should be incentivized to provide um, pool ETH liquidity on Uniswap. That's what I thought, like a bootstrapping, well, in the Polkadot world, they call it like a bootstrapping period where like for two weeks, if people put liquidity into the pool, they'll get tokens as a reward. And it comes from the treasury of whatever the token is. So, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. Is that, what? what is that on though? Is that on like um, Uniswap or something or? That's on Uniswap B2. Um, right, well, historically, the protocol has been in doing this on Uniswap V2 for, um, on Ethereum only. Um, and so that's been going for a long time, about a year, probably a little over a year, actually. Um, and so the question is, do we let it expire or do we extend it? And again, I, I, I don't think, I didn't, the purpose of this call isn't to like necessarily figure that question out, but more so to make sure people know that that's happening if they want to take an action. I feel like people hear like LP, liquidity pool, DEX, like those kinds of words and they get freaked out. But like if we do like a pool together by pooling together, like <laughs> literally pooling together your ETH and your pool together tokens, it's like a sort of right. like, I don't know, it could be a cool way to get the word out. I don't know if it should be completely, it's a good way to add value to the token as well, the pool token. Yeah, I mean, it is nice. It's to have something to do with the pool token, right? It's the only thing right now that people have to do with the pool token. Um, yeah, Knox, people can still trade, but potentially there might be less liquidity. But, but people can still trade, yeah. But yeah, let's, maybe let's segue. Does that seem, I don't know, Brave, if you were planning to talk at all about what you just posted today. Um, if you are, maybe this is a good time to talk about it. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I, yeah, so I'm not going to comment on the rewards other than that I don't, I don't see a net benefit, especially if we're looking to create something and transition over to Uniswap V3. But let me talk a little bit in very minor detail uh, about the two parts that I put up. So part one, we talked about the experiment that we had on Polygon. And we did that to get enough data to make some informed decisions on how we want to um, how we want to develop a strategy that would be on some other network, but at scale. Um, in the past, you know, we experimented with Olympus and Ondo, and those were somewhat costly experiments. So we wanted to make sure that we got this one right. Uh, part two explores the potential, you know, um, management strategies. Uh, I reviewed Arrakis and then just using Uniswap V3 without anything built on top of it. The general conclusion there is that Arrakis V1 vaults are great, but there are some counterparty risks that a multi-sig that's managing funds would take on. Namely, that treasury funds would be mixed with poolers funds, and then you have who's ever on the treasury managing assets that aren't just in the treasury but also for for other folks and, and that carries some risk with it as well and that might attract some undue regulatory attention but um i think that arrakis v2 probably has some better alternatives now, the other thing is if you have a, a manager position in arrakis v1 then 
you need to actively manage and, and move that range around. Um, and just a T TLDR on Arrakis, it's built on top of Uniswap V3, and it basically places an ERC20 token wrapper around a Uni V3 position. Um, that just means that ERC20s are uh, you know, fungible tokens. You can do things with them. You can use them for existing liquidity mining rewards. Um, you know, There's a lot more you can do. You can create a prize pool and distribute pool via you know, TWAP rewards. There's different things we could do, whereas having an NFT position, which is what you get when you deposit in Uni V3, can be a little bit cumbersome for users, and Arrakis provides a Uniswap 2-like experience for those who are familiar with, with that process. Um, but given that, you know, there's some risk. There's always the risk of, you know, smart contract risk. That's something that can, you know, risk can never be brought to zero, but um, having another layer on top of Uniswap 3 kind of increases that risk somewhat. Arrakis is audited and everything, but I'm looking forward to seeing what their V2... Uh, no, it doesn't auto-rebalance. So that's one of the things in the V1 vaults is they don't auto-rebalance. A manager has to move the position around. Um, and so because it doesn't auto-rebalance, it requires somebody with a management role that has a multi-sig to move those funds back in range. Um, V2 is, their V2 is looking at vaults that uh, have more automated strategies. I think that those would auto-rebalance given some of the parameters that you put in, and that multi-sigs would really only need to get involved to like, remove or add more. Um, funds or create new positions, things like that. But um, the documentation for Arrakis V2 is still being worked on. So the approach that I thought would work best would be Uniswap V3. Part three goes into detail on some of the considerations, some of the stuff we talked about previously, like arbitrage across networks. But the main points that we made there were, you know, what fee tier and what ranges do we want? 0.3% fee tier makes sense. Um, there's already some liquidity in that pool on mainnet. Um, where to put it, and that would be, in my opinion, on mainnet, that's still where the bulk of trading happens. If we want to increase the amounts, um, increase the size of trades that people can make with less slippage, it makes sense to do it on the layer where the most trading occurs. We can develop cross-chain strategies once we have a decent amount of liquidity, but there are benefits to having it on mainnet versus on other networks. Namely, that governance isn't on other networks, and it's only on Ethereum mainnet currently. Um, whatever we do cross-network, I think, should be consistent because that's where the cross-chain arbitrage thing comes from when there's disparity in TVL across networks. Um, and then we talked about those ranges. So you'd have three main ones that would be a TWAP protection range that's from zero to infinity, one that's a bit more concentrated that would be 0.0004 ETH per pool to 0.0012 ETH per pool. We talk about why we chose those values and then ones that would be above it that would just have pool. And then as the price moves up for pool over time, you would start diversifying into ETH. And as the token becomes more successful, we would uh, accrue more ETH over time. And I talk about, you know, why that strategy would likely be beneficial. Um, but yeah, so we'd have wider ranges. The goal with using just V3 positions would not be to actively manage them, but have a more hands-off approach where we'd only have to you know, rebalance every now and again if things moved at a range. We'd still earn fees, but the benefits really come from dampening volatility and allowing other people to, um, you know, to trade with less slippage. That's, that's the biggest and most important thing. Larger trades 
less slippage for people. On V2 right now, if you make a trade that's about $8,700 from Pool of the ETH, you're going to see about a 7.5% price impact. If you go in the other direction, it's about a 5.9% price impact. Um, even with a smaller amount of liquidity, if it's a bit more concentrated in V3, it's a lot more efficient. So that's ultimately the goal. So I said a lot of stuff. I'm just going to stop. And if people have questions, they can ask them. If, if anybody wants me to clarify anything, I'm happy to do that as well. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Brave. Um, yeah, that's, it's, it's a topic that is, um, you know, it, it's, it's somewhat technical, uh, obviously. So um, I would encourage people, it, it's definitely worth learning if you're on this call and you're like, wait, what are we talking about? It's worth, it's worth learning. Um, and uh, I would encourage you to read the, uh, the post that Brave's made. I actually haven't read it myself yet. But um, yeah, does anyone have questions right now? Thank you, Brave. Really appreciate all the work that uh, you and the TWG has done. Um, I was trying to read your post as quickly as I could in the background because I feel like I'm not really up to speed as you're uh, you're starting to go through this in your in your talk just now. Um, but what I have gotten down to is the recommendations by the group, and I was just wondering if you could speak to those a little bit while we're on the call. Um, it'd be great to hear uh, the rationale for those three different uh, ranges. Uh, from yourself directly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so about the ranges specifically, uh, I have in here a discussion about TWAP protection range. This is essentially future-proofing the position. So if there's greater composability, if people want to get pool listed when we have you know deeper liquidity in the future on something like uh, Euler Finance or something like that, you're preventing a TWAP attack from happening, which would be somebody... Um, pushing up the price of pools significantly within one block's time. Um, I think Torgan is our resident TWAP expert, but, um, but I've talked about this, and Euler Finance has a really nice um, tool where you can test that out. And so I gave two examples of, of tokens. Um, one of them was MTA. So the MTA ETH pool has about $300,000 in TVL, but a lot of this is concentrated. So the cost to push up or you know, push down the price significantly is less than the value that you could get out of it. Um, if you look at something like Idle, they have liquidity across the full range. And when I say across the full range, zero to infinity, that's essentially what every Uniswap V2 position is. It's less efficient because you're spreading um, those tokens out across the entire range, across all those ticks, which is what they call them in, in Uniswap v3. But because you do that, it's harder to push the price up. Um, essentially, when people do these attacks, if you have a concentrated range and you push it out of that range, they can put something very far up where it's like, you know, it would be like 100 ETH per pool. And because there's nothing between that, it would just jump to that somewhat. Um, so flash loans, yes. But I mean, there's people that have done TWAP attacks because it just didn't cost that much money. Um, that was one of the Rare Fuse pool 
attacks. I think it cost him like 10 grand and he ended up making off with about like 1.8 million. So uh, some, sometimes they don't cost that much money. I think one of the points that Torgan's made some of his research is that they're actually not as expensive as people think they are. But getting back to the idle example, they have about like 18K in TVL, but they have a lot of full range liquidity with some more concentrated liquidity. And the cost to significantly like push up the price um, is like in the billions. Like it's very expensive to do that um, using their simulation. So that's what we want over time. If we want something that we want to use uh, as an oracle or as something that we can use um, later down the line, we want a future proof against that. It doesn't really cost that much to do and it builds a robust pool that other people can pro provide liquidity to. And in the future, if someone forgets about this, this doesn't become an attack vector. Um, the second range would be something that's in range, but with a wider range. And so the prices that we talked about there um, were, again, zero point. I'll just put it in the chat because reading it off is not as effective as just dropping it in there. So this range specifically, um, some of this would be in range and some of it would be slightly out of range. But in that position, if the price moves up or it moves down, it's still within that position and we'd still be providing liquidity. Um, so here we just looked at the prices uh, in ETH terms of pool. And the last time it got above 0.0012 ETH was the 10th of January of this year. The lowest it's ever gotten is 0.00036 so ETH. So having something along those ranges allows us to have pool drop and still have uh, active liquidity or to move up and become more successful and still have liquidity. Um, and so that's why we chose that specifically. Having ample liquidity in this range, again, allows people to trade. Um, and it also helps dampen volatility over time. The most important thing when you're establishing liquidity in V3 is if it's all out of range and it's not in range liquidity, then you're not really benefiting anybody. Um, you're just essentially setting a limit order that you transition into over time. Um, and then you have the, diversi the diversification range. This um, is out of range and this would be 100% pool. Well, you, what you would do here is as pool becomes more successful, we'd start diversifying from ETH into or from pool into ETH. Given in the past that we've had a lot of discussions about diversification and no one generally agrees on things and things can be slow moving, this would be something we can do over time that helps us diversify into ETH that we can then use to make the position more robust. I mean, you can move that ETH to a position that's more concentrated. So you kind of have a, a sell wall that would require a lot of selling to drop the price below a certain level. Um, or we can set up ETH in a position that's below a certain range that we want to essentially buy back pool. Um, that's what we've seen on Polygon. When it's dropped lower, we've started essentially buying it back. But things are dynamic. If you leave it in there and the price goes back up, then you start diversifying out of ETH and, um, or out of pool into ETH. And then, you know, the inverse, which we cover in here, too. Um, so those, those are the recommendations. As far as the amount of liquidity we talked about, we have in here, like, ETH liquidity in terms of, like, 3 ETH plus 3 ETH worth of, worth of pool for the 0 to infinity range, 37 ETH plus 37 ETH worth of pool for the concentrated in-range position, 
Note here that if we put in 37 ETH worth of pool, it wouldn't require the total 37 ETH um, for the position. But having a little uh, extra left over that we can use to add something like a, a cell wall that people could sell into or having it so things don't go completely out of range would give us a little bit of flexibility there. And then an out of range diversification position would again just allow us to diversify out of pool and into weed as it becomes more successful. So um, that is the general thinking. That also, once we start getting up to that level, um, we start getting more ETH on one side of the position and that becomes active, uh, active liquidity for in-range trading. So those are the, that's the general idea behind some of those recommendations. Um, I have a lot more detail in part three of this post. And then the recommendation for being on mainnet is because that's where the bulk of trading happens um, currently. Uh, it does, there is some trading that happens on Optimism and, and Polygon, but it's, it's much smaller than what happens on mainnet. And that's where our governance is as well. Thanks for that explanation, Brave. Really appreciate it. Um, the uh, diversification might be challenging for some people to walk through. So maybe um, for those interested, you know, you should uh, look into Uniswap v3 positions that are out of range. And uh, I'm sure there's plenty of other material out there to read. But uh, thanks for that, Brave. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Good stuff. Well. People, are, we're, we're learning a lot in this call. This is really good. Um, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, it definitely is an important thing. I know it is a complicated thing, but um, it's a good thing to learn about if you don't know it. And if you do know it, it's a good thing to comment on. So um, go ahead and comment on the gov forum for those things. Um, we'll move on. Uh, TR, do you want to talk about the Optimism Governance Collective? Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm still laughing from the chat. And the chat is great today. I love it. Um, this is well enough. <laughs> wow, so you started something there. That's really, really deep. Um, but to the Optimism Governance Collective, under the sea, Ilpo and me um, had the idea of representing Pool Together on Optimism Governance um, using a multi-sig wallet under the name poolcollective.eve. Um, we wanted to hear the community thoughts if that's something they're in support of. And also would love to use the earned OP tokens um, <coughs> from the Aave rewards um, and put their voting power to use um, and participate basically in a healthy OP governance system. Um, I've posted it on the governance form. I'll post a link in the chat too. Um, but I'd like to hear some thoughts on it. Um, are people, do, do people think that's, that's a good idea? Are people against the group representing Pool Together? Um, are there people that would like to join us? Um, we're open to hear more from you. Would that group also give like informed breakdowns on current governance proposals from the Optimism team? or optimism governance? So we would um, post a report on every voting circle, um, going on um, explaining every decision on governance, um, 
on every proposal. Um, we wouldn't go. We wouldn't do something on the pool together governance form for every proposal individually, but there would be a report for every circle. So optimism governance um, runs in circles, um, which are dedicated time frames um, where a number of proposals goes up for vote. Um, then they are voted on until the next circle is started. Um, so it's not like with Pool Together where proposals go up at any time currently. Um, it's like, in a, I think it's two month or one month in between the circles. Right, and it's a good way for, let's say for myself, if I'm not very active in the optimism uh, governance, I'd be able to entrust my vote as I'm delegating it to some of our folks in Pool Together who will stay more informed and tell us what's happening. Yes, correct. Um, we would use basically the power as a group to make more informed decisions on governance um, and hopefully also learn from the meta-governance process for Pool Together. Um, and since many, since all Pool Together uses an optimism, getting those OP rewards, um, we want to make sure that this governance power isn't lost and people can, as you say, um, put their votes to a trusted source. If there's um, no voices against it, we would um, post a snapshot vote very soon. Um, asking to claim the AVE rewards and delegate them to our multi-sig to be able to vote in the next circle of optimism governance. Um, we would then put out a call to action also and ask other poolers to delegate um, their OP voting power to us too. Any comments? <clears throat> well, thank you for that, um, Tiarek. I think we can see that we can move on. Uh, I don't think there's any more comments. So um, yeah, a couple more quick things. No loss fantasy football uh, is happening. It's um, it's not something you can join. It's, a, it's something that Daboom and Tuna are are spearheading. And what they're spearheading is sort of a template for people to follow. So if you're interested in that, um, talk to Daboom and, uh, and Tuna. I know they're doing it themselves. And yes, it looks like Tuna's writing right now. Um, and then the other thing, which is going to be really fun, is we're having play together after the community call. And uh, yeah, who does anyone want to talk about play together? Tim, are you sort of coordinating it? Knox is coordinating it, but I'm the voice. I'm the, okay. the hype person. So yeah, we got play together right after the call. We got $50,000 worth of delegation up for grabs. First place gets 30,000 for a month and second place gets 20,000 for a week. So 15 minutes after this call ends, we're gonna start playing together. Hence the name. And what are we gonna play? We're playing poker. You got the sign up link. Knox just posted it right now. Okay, awesome. So if you're interested, ending your Friday on a high note, then uh, yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, there's no, there's no, 
need for delegation. I don't understand Brendan, but you know, maybe we should. Uh, yeah, there's no delegate to play or anything like that. Oh, for the football, for the everyone wins football. Got it. Oh, for the football. Yeah, I think. So I can say a few words. Um, what it is basically, it's an add-on to the usual fi uh, fantasy football or fantasy sports league. It makes it better because now people get back um, their their fee for participating. Um, everything gets deposited into pool together. Our player uh, delegate their fee to a NOSA safe that's held between the league participants. Um, and the prizes that and rewards that are won by this wallets are paid out to the winners in the end after everyone claims them collectively. So it's a very cool way now your entry fee isn't gone. Um, you, you get it back. It's basically no loss fantasy football. Um, we're working on a proper guide as a blog post um, that people can just follow to do the same for their league. Um, I think what we should do um, is a real DAO Cup uh, and invite all the Optimism Ecosystem projects to participate in, in a league coming up. It looks like people like it. Um, <clears throat> awesome. So, uh, a couple more things. So, so one, one thing uh, I want to hit on, we're, we're going to do the weekly winner report in a second. But before, I actually just want to jump down to the Coordinate recap. So I want to uh, just remind everyone uh, of Coordinate. Coordinate is a very important uh, part, thing in our community. It's basically a way where people in the community can reward each other for contributing to the protocol. And Knox, or sorry, um, Lonzer is the person who, who coordinates that. And the way it works is on a bi-weekly, but it's actually going to ship to monthly, but right now it's bi-weekly um, basis. You can allocate points to people who you think have uh, contributed to the protocol in the community. And then those points translate to those people getting pool tokens. So um, today is the last day to do it. So I would encourage you to do it if you haven't already. Um, the links are, I'm sure Tiak will post them. And um, yeah, and also... Um, well, we wanted to have a time for, for people to share their favorite contributions by other poolers. Maybe people can do that via text because we are already sort of running a little bit long. Um, or we can, we can, people can do that via text. We can also maybe talk about that a bit at the end. But um, I did want to hit on coordinate because it's a super important thing. And if you're not, um, if you're not in, in the coordinate circle, if, you're, if you are someone who wants to contribute or is contributing to the protocol, you should join coordinate because that's a way that you can um, get pool tokens uh, recognizing your your contributions. So, hot mic, don't just say who your votes are. Say what they did. We need specificity. 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 We need specificity. Specificity. Um, yeah, it would be awesome if people could just celebrate a little bit in the chat and and tag people for what they're uh, what they're doing. We need a, we need specificity. You guys know what I mean. We need specifics. I edited my post, but we got so many people in here, it's already irrelevant. Um, I, I added specificity. Okay, good. Um, okay, well, Tim, you want to give us our weekly winner report? 
Yeah, where are we dropping the slide? Where are we dropping my weather map? In the chat? I, I don't know. I don't have the weather map. <laughs> Chark's I got drop it. it. I drop it. Where you drop it? Events. In the chat. Dropping in the chat, baby. So this week on Pool Together, we've had... Two, 21,732 poolers deposited. All right. We've got 2,400 unique winners. More than 10%, baby. We got 477 prizes. Four, no, 4,775 prizes. And 23 grand won in a week. Come on now. Somebody won a grand who deposited 3.5K. Come on now. Lucky pants. Pants are lucky. For more information, go to poolexplorer.win. Back to you, Layton. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, we should start. We should start uh, next week. We should start like tracking too, like how that's changing week by week. Because it'd be a good thing for us all to keep our pulse on. Like, yeah, like we have more. Week, yeah, yeah totally. more poolers week. Do we have more prizes than last week? Do we have more unique winners? I don't know. Um. I was just trying to. Hey, uh, maybe I should sing it next week. Would it be better if I sang it? I thought that was excellent the way it was. Don't change a thing. I loved it. Um, MK, I, sorry, I just wanted to highlight. MK said, not going to lie, I've been a bit sad about my weekly odds the last few weeks. I, it, it used to be three to four weeks per win. Now I'm at a win every 24 weeks. Are you on Optimism, MK? I'm curious. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Optimism right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the one, one reason I want to highlight what you said is I just want to really encourage people to give feedback. If people have feedback, because the, the prizes, how the prizes work, how the prizes are distributed, that's really... Oh, yeah, sorry. We forgot we have another thing to talk about. That's a, that's a super, super important piece of the protocol. It's the most important piece of the protocol. That's what makes the protocol unique, right? It's the prizes. And so um, if you have feedback on it, like MK, I just want to say just in general, everyone would encourage you to share it. We do have this temporary right now prizes team that's been set up. It might, um, I, I hope it does get tr transitioned into a full-time team. But um, yeah, definitely share your feedback. Governance would be a good place to share it. Um, and so, anyways, just want to say that generally, and then specifically to MK, your comment, we are, the prize team is working right now on uh, doubling the amount of prizes uh, on Optimism. Um, and so that will get you down to 12 weeks. It's still not going to be three to four week range. But uh, yeah, there's, there's always a lot of debate between sort of small prizes versus large prizes and what, how big should prizes be, how often should prizes occur, and um, very much welcome, you know, feedback into, that, into those questions. Yeah, I'll, I'll, well, I'll just say a few words then. I mean, the, the way I treat and use pull together, I, I do actually treat it like a savings account, or I try to as much as possible. Like the the savings that I've got uh, in my uh, my save, my my pull together account right now is kind of like a rainy day fund, or like you know, like at the spur of the moment, I want to go on a holiday somewhere or, or whatever. <laughs> Maybe I'll use it for some sort of conference or something in the future. But I, I gen genuinely try to use the uh, the account as like just a, a savings fund. Um, and I used to have pretty uh, uh, pretty common uh, wins, like maybe one every three or four weeks, like the odds said. And it, it felt kind of good, you know, like you always, like every few weeks, you would like you would see a little win come in, $5 here. 
couple of dollars there. It was it was kind of good, but I haven't seen a win in a long time. And looking at the odds, it does make you kind of sad because you're like, damn, I'm not going to see a win in like you know almost six months. So it would be great just to see a little uh, that a little kickback uh, a little bit more a little bit more often, even if it was just like a, do- a dollar or or whatever. But yeah, it's like it's not a complaint or anything. I do, I do still enjoy using the protocol and checking my wins every now and again. Um, and I like to like every so often I try to put like a couple of dollars in right from like random DeFi stuff that I do. Like I'll I'll find a few dollars here and there, and I'll just you know throw it all in a nice central location uh, pulled together. So that's kind of what I do. Yeah, if you want that OP drip, you're on optimism, baby. If you want to win, Polygon's probably your jam. And if you want those big prizes, it's time for ETH. It's time to eat ETH. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want yeah. to go uh, optimism, sorry, just to, you know, try the, try the ecosystem and have some funds over there. So I kind of yeeted, like, all my pull together stuff and some other stuff over there. And I've just been playing around in the optimism ecosystem in general. But, yeah, I think uh, I moved back to Polygon just for, you know, the uh, the better price tier in there at some point. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, yeah, I mean, updates to the price... Uh, updates to the prizes themselves um, will help. Obviously, like having more, the, 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 the change that's being worked on is having doubling the number of, um, of, uh, of $5 prizes on Optimism. I think, I think that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is, there is, there is the reality the, of... Uh... That's nice. Oh, sorry, Chris K. That's, that's good. No, there is a reality of like... Um, right now because of the op incentives we have way more deposits and so actually there are there's not less pri- well there's less prizes per deposit i guess essentially so it has changed so you know in january you might have been winning more often now you're winning less and that's because partially that's because there's a lot more money deposited um and so that's obviously why prizes need to be increased anyways good Good, uh, good feedback. Um, okay. <laughs> what else do we have here? Uh, oh yeah, well, we had this guest who was going to talk, uh, Tiark, right? I'm not sure if they are still here, if I'm looking to the people now. Def- Maybe we talked for too long. Uh, we hyped too much. Um, but <laughs> but let's schedule it next time. We talk about next time. Yeah, we'll time get them next time. Yeah. Um, but we'll um, next I'll time. share a tweet in the chat. There's a cool project going on, a music NFT project that's using Pool Together um, for their holders. Very cool. Yeah. So um, anyway, so last things then governance. There's just there are some other uh, posts up uh, if people want to uh, want to check them out. Uh, especially there's a there's a new guide on how to delegate. So if you don't care about governance, you should delegate your pool. There's a guide about how to do that. Um, and then uh, suppress. There's some there's uh, there's one that I haven't seen yet. This really nice article that pulling under the modern savings account. Um, obviously the community podcast and the community interview is a really good one as always. Um, so definitely check out check out all those things. Um, I think that's it though for the formal announcements. So. Maybe we will just see if there's any questions or comments people want to bring up, and then in maybe like the next 15 minutes or so, we can transition if the people who want to do the play together can do that. Question, when Arbitrum? So uh, it should be soon. 
Uh, we have it deployed on the test nets. We were waiting for the Arbitrum um, Nitro upgrade, which happened uh, two days ago, because that included some breaking changes. So didn't want to deploy anything before that. So um, now that that's done, um, yeah, I think I think it will it will be soon. I I don't I don't have an exact an exact uh, an exact date though. I don't know if I don't know if Pierrick's on the call. He could comment on it maybe, but no, he's not. So I'll have to get back on that. I am curious though, Sir Poole, is there a specific reason you're excited about Arbitrum? Oh, he is on the call. Like I guess compared to optimism, like we already have optimism and there's also rewards. So it seems like that would be better even if even if pool together wasn't Arbitrum right now. The potential. They've been. Hmm, I don't think. I don't want to say any spicy takes, but I feel like the potential TM has been <laughs> a really long time, and every time the potentials. Uh, yeah, yeah, they just kind of like tell people that it's not happening in the Discord all the time. So, but that's apparently what works in crypto or Web three in general. Um, people are working with anticipation. If you bring them utility. Um, People are leaving for a reason. If you deliver them anticipation, they hype it up forever. I don't know why that is, um, but I'm happy we're still going the right way. Thanks. Because there's better layer twos, and they need a reason for people to use theirs. <laughs> Hot take. Oh, now we're getting into the battles. No, I mean I do think I do think. <laughs> I mean I'm not commenting on better or worse, but um, yes, anticipation can be more valuable than reality. Or I would almost say it's always more valuable than reality. Who's doing the deployment um, is a question I had. Is it um, PTing or is it under the C, Dr. CPU and Max? Uh, PTing. Let's go. Next layer two. Um, yeah, GMX. I, I, I do use GMX, uh, Sir Pool Boy. I mean, a very, very small amount because I pretty much never traded with leverage, but sometimes just a little bit for fun. Tiny, tiny bit. Um, yeah, Pool Token's already on there. Thanks, Lancer. So that's good. Uh, oh, wait, we should do our pull up. Right? Get me started on. <laughs> yep, we have a pop today. As always, thanks to Oops for the design. So thanks to Noel for helping. Yep. Let me send the claim button to the join guild channel. As always, you need to remember. Remember, you need to first join the put together guild, and then you can claim the. Up. Let me see if the bot is working here. But yeah, in a few minutes you should see the claim button on the join guild channel. So please keep an eye on it. And please make sure to claim today. Um, 
claim now the power codes might run out um, so if you want the power please have an eye on the channel now and claim it today also let's all be prepared for the button to probably not work not guild's fault it's part of that discord update so if so let's like we get the link and then we'll paste the link instead of having the button and claim fast because they're yes unfortunately there will be farmers there's nothing we can do about it i don't see the link i had to reconnect my guild i'm still waiting yeah <laughs> give me a second yeah i will share the link because as upset uh the the claim button is not working so just a second it's the anticipation marketing while everyone's yeah, exactly. waiting up for poker please yeah, while everyone's waiting on that button, please deposit into Pool Together. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That wasn't true. Don't do that. But maybe. Oh, yeah, they should. Everyone, you need a deposit to get a Po app. We can actually figure out a way to. I mean, no, we can't because there's no good Po app distribution methods, but I'm close. I'm very close. Po app is working on a paywall. So they might be looking to um, have a checkout where everyone has to self-pay their poaps. Have you heard about that? Oops. Oh, the pay for poap thing? Yeah, it's not the solution. But I've already uh, we're working on it. Hopefully, <laughs> there's at least better solutions. I'm very against having to connect your wallet to claim. Yeah, I like it how it is, but I also see that it's probably not working for them to um, keep paying for it. Uh, we had a question. What happens to the prizes that don't get claimed? Um, they essentially get redistributed into. I mean, th so so basically, the way it works is there's like a prize. There's a, there's a prize distributor contract, and if you go to the docs, you can just view the contract yourself. And so I'll I'll find a link to the docs here. So you can go to the docs. You can go to deployments, and you can click on the different. Um, contracts and you can look and see like okay there's a prize distributor contract that has the money for the prizes and all the yield goes into that contract and so if a prize isn't claimed it just stays in that prize distributor contract um now that contract is owned by the protocol so ultimately the pool token holders can do whatever they want with the money in that contract but practically speaking it's essentially essentially from a prize team perspective the way it works is we essentially model out like okay how much of how much on average prizes end up not being claimed and then increase the prizes that are distributed so that we can actually give more away knowing that some of them won't be claimed. Has anyone ever used the Polygon uh, Uniswap pool thing? Because Polygon. they send Yeah, like the, um, sorry, the Uniswap pooling on Polygon, like USDT or USDC pools, liquidity pooling. I've LP'd, just, like, I've LP'd like Polygon pool, if that's what you mean. Yeah, it's they send you this like cool little thingy dingy that like has yeah. the transaction ID. It's like an NFT of Polygon. Oh yeah, if you LP on Uniswap V3. Yeah, true. Okay, I haven't done that yet. That's cool. We currently LP. We currently incentivize the V or like the the V two pool, not the V three pool. So I most people have probably used the 
V2 one instead. But I have a pool Uniswap LP token or NFT from Ethereum from back in the day from a rabbit hole quest or something, I think. Mm. I've just never withdrawn. Uh, I'm trying to find the join guild. Did the join guild room like get deleted or something? <laughs> uh, you can use the search no, button, but it's up there. Um, it's under info and access. It's yeah. It's under what? Control K. Yeah. yeah. Control Info K. and access, the category. Oh, it's just moved. Okay. I think I'm closed. Don't access. Okay. Layton is about to publish it. Yeah. It's leap already. Uh, do you not have access to that, Noel, that room? Uh, not really, not sure why. Maybe uh, huh. some permission. It says you can't claim POAP that's not activated. Send the Discord button to your server for the activation process. Huh. Interesting. Send the well, Discord that's button. Your... To... So you have to post a button. You'll have to post a button for it to start, and then, and then we just ignore the button and use the link, basically. Yep, I'm right. trying to. Mm-hmm. Trying to do that, but still, um, there is an error on the guild side when trying to submit. I mean, to to publish the button. So yeah, I will try it again. So we can't. Yeah. Again. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe it's not going to work today. It will eventually. This is po- I want to. I want to be clear. This is Poap's fault. No, actually, this one's probably guild's fault, but that's okay. Welcome to the metaverse, people. Welcome to the metaverse. When you have all the Legos, you never know where. But it's okay. We'll figure it out. You're on a call with Web3 professionals. I hope you're enjoying it. Think of the poor farmers that have to that had to suffer through my long yeah. protocol on liquidity discussion just to not get a pulp. It's Please working. check now, guys. No pope for you. Oh, that's I a it. Nice, it works, it works. You know, I call oats oats, like poaps. <laughs> I bet they love that. Like, thanks uh, for reminding us of our competition. It failed <laughs> to fetch. What? Yeah, me too. My goodness, eh? But this one is on poap. That, yeah, that one's on poap now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, please, you please hear, try you... to claim it. Oh, mm-hmm. I got it. Already minted. Oh. Yeah. Me too. Uh, please try to claim it as soon as possible because we will delete the message and the claim button soon. So, Yes, we need to delete this in five seconds. This is top secret info. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. How do we create a POAP for farmers that are late that ask for the link that's just literally like them getting Rickrolled but in POAP form? And should we like comments? <laughs> Comic fans or something. Poab will never approve something like that. Oh man, that'd be great. Uh, I've already joked around with it, but yeah, Poab would never approve something like that. There should be a yeah. There should be like a legit default Poab for farmers. Well, I'm like, I I didn't get it, and you can just be like, oh, here it is, and then it's just Rick Astley. So this this is the fantasy football Poab. This is good. It is good. 
What if Poap needs the farmers? Farmers are the bedrock of civilization. It's big Poap. It's their fault. <laughs> it's Web3 agriculture. 